Hi guys, Amy here. I'm back for series two of my podcast, The Boring Shit You Need to Know About Business. In series two, I'm so excited to bring you more business owners and conversation to challenge the way we do things in business. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of The Boring Shit You Need to Know in Business. On this week's episode, I wanted to talk a little bit about the race towards the end of the financial year. Now, I know some of you are sitting there saying, but we're only in December, Amy. There's still six months to go. Uh, Why are we talking about this now? But the fact that six months of our financial year is already sunk. We've already done it. We've already lived that moment. Shocks me to the core. I can't believe it's already December at this point in time, let alone the fact that we're six months into our financial year. So I guess this is just a little bit of a reminder that whilst there is still six months to go, potentially there is a lot that you can be doing as a business owner to start to prepare to ensure that the final six months of the year are effective, efficient, you can hit your targets and you can achieve what you wanted to achieve. Now, I know that the last six months have had a sprinkling of COVID. Some may have benefited from that. Some may not have benefited from that. But regardless, you're in a really great place right now to know that while six months has already happened, you've still got a good six months up your sleeves to be able to make some sort of difference. So let's let's start by thinking about businesses that were able to capitalize, for example, or were able to innovate their business or pivot their business in a way that they actually benefited from COVID. So I'd imagine that when you set out to pull together some sort of design for your 2021 financial year that COVID may or may not, and it probably was to some degree, factored in. Because when we were pulling together our budgets, which is probably March, April, COVID was already known to us, but we didn't know the impact of it. But now we know what it looks like. So those that maybe benefited from COVID, potentially you may be ahead in terms of any plans that you had financially in your business or just plans in general in your business to either release some new stock, to release a new line, to change certain processes or procedures in your business, you may actually be ahead of where you were or even whether or not you've achieved your financial goals, like your profit margins. Some people have exceeded their annual expectations and we're only six months in. So for those that have exceeded or are either on track, it's a really great opportunity right now to be thinking about how you're able to achieve what you're able to achieve and identify the steps that were involved in that process of achieving what you set out to achieve. Now, whilst COVID has changed or morphed somewhat into our world and especially where I am in Australia, Melbourne, we've now developed this what is fondly termed COVID normal, where there are trends that are starting to establish themselves as the new trends or the new normal 
that we can start to see in terms of consumer behavior. You may not have factored any of that in for the following six months or the six months that have just gone. So I would suggest really sitting down and understanding how COVID has positively impacted your business, being able to redesign what the next six months look like, because you may have gone harder on the next six months thinking that COVID may have played a different impact or had a different impact in six months time. But now's a good time to start to readjust and realign some of those goals and understand what you need from what you've just learnt. So, you know, are you missing certain elements in your business that you might need? Do you have new elements in your business that may actually create a greater income stream into the next six months? Whatever it is, they need to be identified. And whilst a lot of that information may be retained in one's brain as a business owner, it's always good to start to document the impact And it always goes back into that category that I'm so, so fond of, and that is measurement. You know, this is is a way to measure how you were able to succeed with COVID or any of the gaps that existed as COVID impacted. But even if you take COVID aside and you really think about how your business has traveled for the last six months... It's a great opportunity to analyze whether or not you're ready for the next six months, whether based on the way you reacted, based on the changes you made, based on the processes you undertook, based on the tasks that were actually completed, based on the sales that were made, the revenue generated, the costs that were sunk into your business, based on all of that activity, whether or not that same activity is going to be relevant for the next six months. As business owners, we tend to get into the habit of being on this wheel where we're we're doing what we've always done because it's been successful. And a lot of business owners got a real hard look at the problems with that type of thinking when COVID first hit. So don't, I guess, don't think for one minute that that's not going to have an impact on the reverse side of things. Because whilst we're trying to establish what a new COVID normal looks like, we're still in the dark about certain elements of it. Yes, we can start to form trends about our consumers' behaviours. Yes, we can start to form trends about the costs that now exist in our business that may not have existed previously, or vice versa, the costs that did exist, but now no longer exist. But we can use this time to take that information and the pieces of it that are relevant and that are going to stay relevant for the next six months and start to piece together a plan of what that is now going to look like. You may, based on any changes that have occurred or any trends that you've been able to identify, you may now be able to establish a whole new set of goals and targets that you would like in your business, but without some serious review and without identifying that clear path, just like anything, it's going to be really difficult to get there. Now, I talked last week in relation to mini habits and the concept of mini habits, where basically it's breaking down tasks in what are termed stupid small components enough to achieve the end goal, the bigger goal. And I think, I think that's 
in my experience over the last 20 years working in corporate, this is where the review starts to take place. And it's quite, it's such a funny time for an accountant. If you've ever been one or if you've ever worked in a business where, you know, if we're thinking about a financial year that runs from July through to June, any real forecasting for the next financial year tends to start in in bigger corporates, tends to start around your January, February mark with budgets locked in more or less by March, April, signed off, reviewed, got enough input from those that are affected by and those that will affect the outcomes of the budgets or the budgeting process. The budget kicks off on the 1st of July and becomes redundant by the 2nd of July. And I say redundant purely in the sense that so many things can change from day one. So it's, you know, I can talk about budgets all day, but budgets can then evolve. And I think you need to be flexible in your thinking, which is why I think December is a really important time to be really flexible in your thinking for the next six months. So that's one thing you can be doing. Another is understanding the gaps that you've experienced. So think about, I say resources as a generic term and resources, there are so many ways you can describe resources in a business. We can describe financial resources. We can describe human resources. We can describe physical resources. We can describe time. We we can describe lots of different types of resources in our business that when viewed individually and then viewed consolidated can make a real shift in our thinking as to what we need. So I often say to business owners at this point in time, when you're reviewing the last six months and you're preparing for the next six months or the last six months of the financial year that's in front of you, ask yourself three questions. What do I have? What don't I have? And what do I need? And the answer to each of those questions should allocate some type of plan along with the physical allocation of resources, whether that be time, whether that be money, whether that be human resources, physical resources that it will take to achieve the outcomes that you set out to achieve. So whilst you're reviewing your forecasting financially, it's always good to understand what is available to you. When you're also thinking about what's available to you, I'd like to layer that at this point in time with that question of what do you need? And when you're thinking about allocation of what you need, think about training, think about external people, think about different ways of being able to plug the gaps instead of just always looking internally, because sometimes you may not be able to satisfy what you need internally. So this is a really good time in December to say, well, okay, if I'm gearing up for the next six months and based on what I know for the last six months, this is what I want to achieve and this is how I'm going to achieve it. I'll give you an example. So for me, in my business, I have some really great offers coming up in the new year and I'm changing the way I deliver my coaching, which I'm so extremely excited about. But what I've understood very, very clearly, and you know, I'm certainly not backwards in coming forwards when I say this, I am hopeless when it comes to tech. So for me, one of the things I've identified for the next six months is the ability to be able to fill that gap in my business. And upon reflection, just recently, 
I know what it's going to take and the clear path to get to where I need to get to. So I need to start thinking about that now so that I can kick off what I need to kick off for the next next six months and be able to achieve my targets at the end of the financial year. The other thing I'd like to talk about today in terms of what you can be doing for the next six months to prepare you for the end of the financial year is let's talk about your financial systems. Let's ensure that you have your financial information ready to go. Now, again, I know there's still six months to go, but isn't it easier to catch up on six months worth of stuff or financial information than to have to do 12 months of it and to scurry at the end of the financial year, which I know a lot of business owners do because they put finance and numbers in the too hard basket. But let me tell you, only becomes too hard because you make it too hard by leaving it there. So now's a really good time to to catch up on any, any of that paperwork. Make sure your financial systems, whatever they may be. Now, I use the term system. I don't necessarily mean that it has to be an online system. I don't necessarily mean you have to have something fancy. It's just the way you pull together your financial information that could be on a spreadsheet, that could be in a a book, a a handwritten book, if that's how you bring your information together. But now's the time to start making sure that your information and that your data is ready to tackle the next six months. It makes the end of the financial year seamless if you start to think about that now, if you haven't already, of course. A couple of things that you should note when you're thinking about your financial information and your how you bring it together, make sure it's clean data. Make sure that the information that you're putting together is accurate. And when I say accurate and clean, I mean that it's little to no errors, that the right information is contained and represented in either the right period in which it was affected or that it's, it's actually correctly represented the way it should be represented. So you identify really clear revenue, You identify really clear expenses and that there's no confusion between the two. I know sometimes business owners have interest that comes in and is paid to them, which is a revenue, and and the same businesses could have interest that they pay out, which is an expense. Now, if you're handling the information yourself and you see the word interest, make sure it's accurately represented. If it's money coming in, it's revenue interest. If it's money going out, it's an expense interest. And that's what I mean by taking this time to really analyze whether or not your financial numbers are falling the way they need to fall. And by doing that exercise, by default, you're actually going to be able to identify where you're at financially, which is a really great place to be in in December when you're halfway through the financial year. Why is it a great place to be in, you ask? I can hear you whispering right now. (laughs) It's a great place to be in because, you, again, you know where you are. You know exactly and you're confident by the next set of choices that you can make. So not only are you reviewing your budget, not only are you pulling together whether you achieved what you wanted to achieve or didn't achieve what you wanted to do, to achieve, you're doing it with accurate and clean information. Now, if you don't have any financial system in place and that your financial system consists of just handing everything over to your accountant 
in 12 months time or in six months in this instance, by the end of the financial year, I would implore you to think about as a business owner, getting some sort of system that you're comfortable with or some sort of process that you're comfortable with to give you that confidence, to give you that power to understand what your numbers look like. That's a whole other conversation and you know it's coming, but now's a really good time when you're thinking about your business as a whole to think, well, what should I be doing as a business owner? And to have clear guidelines, you really should know your numbers. You should know your numbers so that you know whether you can afford to get another person on, whether you can afford to reduce your costs going into the next part of the financial year, whether you can afford to offer those discounts or those sales that are coming up whether you have the right volume of revenue coming into your business, whether your revenue covers all of your costs. What are your costs in your business? What does it really take to run your business? And be highly educated and informed about what you can do next. Because if you think about the decisions that you make in your business, even if they're strategic ones, even if they're marketing ones, even if it's all the sexy stuff and you don't think there's any relativity to your numbers, I can tell you right now you're wrong because every single decision you're making or you have made in the last six months or that you're about to make in the next six months to the end of the financial year, every single decision is financial. And not knowing your numbers, not understanding the link can sometimes create more of a gap than you think. Now, whilst that rhymes, and that sounds funny, (laughs) wasn't meant to, (laughs) I guess I'm just reiterating and taking this moment to say, we've, we've come off a really tough year. We're six months into the financial year. Are you getting serious enough about your business to be serious enough about your business and to have some really key drivers of information in your business, like your financial numbers? Now, I don't want to take away the fun. I really don't. That's not the the whole purpose of this conversation because I know how much fun it is to be on social media and to do the photos and to do all that sort of stuff. I know how much fun it is picking stock and designing and creating, you know, great space and retail shops for people to walk into or websites or all the fun stuff, like I said. But I also know how important it is to have your numbers in place. Now, let me let me give you an example. I worked with a business where we were looking at the end of the financial year. And again, it was about a five or six months out that we were doing this review. My first question was, how does your balance sheet look? What are our obligations and what do we need to focus on for the next six months? It's not always about the profit and loss. It's not always about the easy stuff. It's about the stuff that can really expose you as a business as well. So with this particular company, when asked that question, the response I got, which I could not believe when I started working with them, the response I got was, what's the balance sheet? Or where do I find the balance sheet? Now, this was a business that, or is a business that is a very successful business. But the problem they have is they didn't understand the risk associated with some of their decisions. And the decisions that they'd made included increasing their obligations. Now, the obligations I talk of is taking on more debt, 
by getting, you know, more creditors or different types of loan arrangements. Now, as a business with six months to go for the end of the financial year, you need to start to factor in what sort of obligations need to be taken care of. They didn't have their eye on that. And so when we were able to get our hands on the balance sheet and we were able to dissect whether the information firstly was clean and accurate, we were able to establish very, very clearly that there were a lot of obligations that hadn't been dealt with appropriately and hadn't been dealt with appropriately in, the re- in relation to the timing of them. So what that meant is that the next six months, their budget was affected a lot because they needed to address these issues. But because they didn't have their eye on that information, they were caught with having to make some serious decisions about the final outcome for their financial year. After that, they were able to put in place some really clear guidelines as to which financial, which pieces of financial information they were going to keep analyzing. And the balance sheet became a priority to them. So they were never caught out again. They were able to use that information in a timely manner to be able to make the changes they needed to make. So they got they, that financial year for them was hit really, really hard in terms of their bottom line because they didn't keep their eye on their numbers. They didn't know where their numbers were. They didn't understand how to use their numbers. But lucky enough, whilst their financial year was impacted heavily, we were able to salvage some of it because we started the review process early enough so that the hit at the end wasn't as bad as what it would have been had we have done this review later. So that's a long way of telling you (laughs) to just maybe take the time now to just tick off a few of those kind of components towards the end of the year. So I would use this time to sit down with your team if you have one, sit down with your mentor or coach if you don't have a team, find your people to identify the changes that could impact your business or have impacted your business and what that may mean. It might be a good time to get a mentor Also never coined the phrase, knowledge is power. Those that have ever worked with me know that gaining the knowledge will control the outcome. And that goes for every business owner in any industry. Other simple things you can be doing to make sure the next six months from a financial year perspective that you're ready is get your paperwork together, research and review your costs, negotiate where you can, negotiate price points, negotiate contracts, Understand revenue trends. Ensure that all of your employee obligations, if you have any, are up to date. If you have an online financial system, make sure that the updates are occurring as they should be, because now's a really good time to make sure that they, any tax changes that have taken place have been factored in. And if they haven't, now's a really good time and it's not too late to make the slight adjustments or to go back to your provider and ensure that the updates are done correctly. There are so many things you can be doing right now is my point. And thinking about them early saves you time later. You know, I've always said that the end of the financial year shouldn't be any more or less than just another month with just a few other additional tasks that should not rock your world. But yet for some reason, there are a lot of pe- a lot of business owners that tend to scurry, that tend to panic, 
But if you set the wheels in motion early enough, if you have your regular reviews, and if you take this time in December for those that have six months ahead of them in their financial year, if you take this time right now, the end of the financial year won't seem as daunting. And it shouldn't. And I know it's not the sexy stuff, but it's the important stuff. I hope you're able to make some sort of list out of all of my ramblings and my passion for using now as a really good time to set yourself up for the next six months of our financial year and really hit those targets. Because if there's anything that I love most, and that is just seeing businesses succeed. So even though there's six months ahead of us, there's six months behind us and it happens so, so quickly. So use this time now, get smart, get prepared, And most of all, go out there and slay the next six months. Get what you want. Make this financial year count and let it be bigger and better than before. Whatever you're doing, I hope you have a great day. And thanks for joining me. And that's it, guys, for another episode of the boring shit you need to know about business. I'm Amy Bajada, and I'll see you next time.